everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, My name is Crystal Sparks. And if you're new here, hello, I've been waiting for you to show up. And if you maybe are here every time I upload an episode, what is up? Love hanging out with you. Um, I love when you guys share uh, what you're getting from the podcast on Instagram or whatever social media platform. Is there any other platform than Instagram? I feel like that's like my main one. TikTok, I binge so hard. It's really bad. But no matter where you're at, I'm so glad that you're here. If you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on anything happening here on my podcast. Recently, I posted on my Instagram uh, what you guys wanted to talk about, and it was interesting to see the different responses you guys had. So over the next few weeks, uh, we're going to talk about those one by one. But the first one we're going to do, it was from Roxanne, and she asked about practicing to hear um, God's voice, and she was saying it's hard uh, for her to explain it to her friends. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, is just hearing God's voice and how can we help the people around us uh, begin to hear God's voice for themselves. And um, I'm going to give you a few things that have worked practically for me in my life, and it is like anybody's spiritual journey, like it is a personal journey. So all of us um, are going to try different things, and different things are going to work better for other people. But these things are usually what I communicate to people whenever I'm helping them begin to hear God's voice. First of all, before we even get started, you have to, number one, get over the lie that you cannot hear God's voice. Like you are hearing God's voice in some way. Um, I went to a conference recently uh, with my friend, uh, Jessica Amsler. She was hosting a women's event, and she had uh, Bianca Oltoff. I think that's how you say her name. And she was speaking a message, and she was talking about how all of us like hear God's voice differently. Like Some of us are feelers. Some of us are knowers. Some of us, some of us are hearers. Uh, some of us are seers. Um, but every person is going to receive God's Word in a different way. And so... I will say there's only been twice when it's almost like the audible voice of God like was so loud, it like shouted in my spirit that it like startled me. Um, I've only had that happen twice to me where my husband says he's never feels like he's ever heard the audible voice of God, Um, but he feels like a knowing in his spirit when it's the right thing to do or which way he should go. And so every person is going to be different, right? Maybe you're a feeler. A friend of mine, um, she says that whenever certain things happen, she can feel it in like her stomach um, whenever it's certain things. And then other ways, like she'll feel whatever spiritual atmosphere is going on in a room. So maybe that's you. Maybe you're more of a feeler. Maybe you're a seer. I can see a lot in the spiritual, like I can see things. And so God will oftentimes uh, speak to me that way. But hearing is my primary way. And it's like an inner knowing on the inside of my spirit. And so if I'm if I'm coaching you on here to God how to hear God's voice before we even get started, you have to get that groundwork done first. Is get over that lie that you can't. So number 1, um I would tell you to get quiet. You got to get quiet. I think our society, we are so filled with noise and just for myself, um I don't know if this is true to anybody listening, but I can tell my emotional health and how much noise I have to have. So when I'm not emotionally and spiritually healthy, I have to have noise every second of the day because I'm uncomfortable to sit with my own thoughts. But the more emotionally and spiritually healthy I am, I've noticed that I'm okay to be in silence. I'm okay to be in quiet. I'm okay to roll down the road um, in my car without any music, without any podcasts. 
But usually the more I'm struggling with internally, emotionally, or spiritually, um, I have to have noise in every second. And here's the thing is that when we have so much noise happening in our life, it's hard for God to break through all that noise and speak to us. Um, I'm doing a Bible read plan right now with some of my friends on YouVersion and um, literally read through, I think, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and half of John yesterday. It was so stupid. (laughs) And I was reading, and something stood out to me in Mark chapter 7, verse 33. And uh, this man comes to Jesus, and he's deaf and mute. And your Bible says that Jesus took him away from the crowd, and he stuck his fingers in his ears and then touched his tongue. Now, what's interesting is for a deaf person to go away from the crowd, right? Jesus got him in a quiet, solitude place. But I don't think it was for the man as much as it was for Jesus. Like he had to get away from all the noise, all the distractions, everything that was calling for him and get away to be quiet, to hear what God the Father was saying for that man. And I think a lot of us are trying to hear God, and we've got this schedule that's so loud that we never make time for Him. Um, If you are here on my podcast, or maybe you go to our church, uh, one church, um, you know that most of my sermons start out like this. I was on a run the other day, and it's not because God speaks only on those county roads. It's because that's the time that I'm the most quiet before Him. I usually will sometimes listen into the audio Bible just in my AirPods as I'm on a run. Um, Sometimes I just have nothing in my ears and I'm just on a run. All I can hear is my breath. And it's amazing how when I start on on the run, the first mile and a half, I don't hear God at all. But there's something about that 20 minute mark that all of a sudden God starts speaking and ideas start coming. So I wanna encourage you to have a place where you get quiet before the Lord. Um, Maybe for one of my friends, she has a spot on her back porch and it's like a sanctified spot for her. And so every time she goes there, she knows I'm going here to meet with God. So she doesn't bring her phone out there. There's no distractions. And so I would encourage you to have a place that you get quiet, that there's nobody that can reach you. You're not grabbing for your phone. You're not distracted. Um, You're just quiet. Number two, uh, I always journal. I always take a journal with me. I remember years ago, it was about 20, gosh, it was about 20 years ago, and I wanted to start hearing God's voice. And I went up innocently to Brian's dad, and I was like, I want to start hearing God's voice. And he was like, okay. He's like, just get a journal and sit down and just start talking to God and just write down whatever you feel. And I was like, all right. And I was dumb enough to do it. And I will tell you that it was in those moments that I started hearing God's voice. I would just start journaling, and I would write whatever came to my spirit, whatever came to my heart, and I didn't do it with judgment. And it's amazing how through writing just with the Lord, I would dialogue with God. So I would maybe write a question of, God, what do you what do you say about this decision we're making? And then I would just write whatever came up in my spirit. And what's wild is I began to learn as I journaled what was God's voice versus my own voice. And I began to hear the differences in how God would nudge me, God would lead me. And so still to this day on my runs um, when I go, I have tons of voice memos in my phone. And I am winded and I can barely talk and but it's that voice memo is me journaling so it doesn't look like a pen and paper anymore it's me just literally journaling I'm on my run and I feel like the Lord just said this about this and I do it it's even more powerful than writing it because something about hearing my voice back with the same passion the same excitement as the moment God gave it to me that ign- 
ignites my spirit, even if it was a year ago that I did that voice memo. But I have journals full of um, conversations that I've had with the Lord. In fact, I told Brian, if I ever, when I pass away, not if I pass away, I'm going to pass away. Don't read the journals. I'm like, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff in there where God was healing my heart on some things. But I started journaling. And I remember it was in that time I heard a message by Bill Johnson, and he said that even in our prayer time, that a lot of the things that we think are distractions are actually the Holy Spirit calling things to our remembrance. So I used to feel like, gosh, I'm trying to pray, but then I'd be like in there praying to God about, you know, the nations, my pastors, our city, God do these great things. And all of a sudden I would think, "Uh, do we need milk or what are we going to have for dinner? And then all of a sudden, when Bill Johnson said, like, it's actually the Holy Spirit bringing things to our remembrance because our mind is under an open heaven in that moment. So I always have a note section somewhere. Like, I have a piece of paper. Even when I read my Bible, I have a piece of paper right there to just write down things as I as it comes to my memory. Because if we don't, then what happens is our whole time is spent trying to not remember that one thing. I can't remember to get milk. I've got to remember to get milk. I, you know, I've got to remember to buy the kids' lunches, whatever it is, right? Instead of just taking a moment and I just I just talk to God like He's right there in the flesh. And so I'll be like, thank you, Father, for reminding me about the milk. And I write it down and then I just keep on going, like uh, whatever it is that I'm doing. And number three, um, spend time with your Bible right? I, I say this often, but when you can't hear God, read God. And one of the most powerful things you can do is to begin to open up God's Word and just spend time with Him around it. So if I'm in this space, I'm quiet, uh, maybe I've journaled for a while, and if I can't hear God, I'm going to read God. And so I tell my kids all the time, a proverb a day keeps foolishness away. And so whatever day of the week it is, or the month it is, so today that I'm recording this, it's the 27th. So you would read Proverbs chapter 27. Or if you're in your uh, Bible read plan, whatever that is, maybe you've got to read John, Acts, and Romans today. (laughs) I hope you're not having to read that much. Maybe it's just a chapter, right? But I'm going to read that. And what I'm looking for in that time is I'm looking for something to jump off the page at me, something, some kind of detail or one of the verses to just go, I've never seen that before, or it just pierces my heart like, wow, I, I love that about Jesus. And what that is, is God speaking to you. It's one of the ways you can learn to hear His voice, is the way different scriptures like stand out to you and um, kind of like are illuminated in that moment. So that's a great way for you to begin to learn to hear God's voice. So spend time in the Bible. And really, truly, the more the Word you know, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit brings us to our remembrance. You know, even Jesus said, He's like, hey, everything I taught you, like, I'm going to remind you of all of it through the Holy Spirit. And He was actually talking to them about writing the Gospels. But I think that even applies for our own lives, is that the more the Word that's stored up on the inside of me, the more God's going to begin to speak it to me um, as He's guiding my life, as I'm looking to Him for direction, whether with my kids or my spouse or just lifetime decisions. Uh, Number four, uh, just be sensitive, right? Uh, Keeping in mind that God's going to talk to every person differently. And uh, in Revelation 119, um, John writes, uh, because God speaks to him and says this, write all that you have seen in a book. And so that's what you're doing, right, with journaling. But I love in Revelation 10, 4, he says, I was about to write what I had heard. So not only was he writing what he saw, he wrote what he heard. And so be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. So a lot of times um, when we're learning to hear God's voice, you'll just be going through your day and maybe somebody at the grocery store will stand out to you for some reason. Just 
pause, take a moment, get quiet, ask the Lord, Lord, is there something about them that you're wanting me to, is there something you're wanting to say to them? Is there something about them? Is there whatever, right? Um, And as you create space to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, because hearing God isn't just quarantined to your time in the Word. It can be like your lifestyle. Um, We have this saying, uh, Emily and I do, about prophetic administration. And what we mean by that is like, we can't do our job without the leading of the Holy Spirit. And as we create space to be sensitive to Him in just our everyday tasks, you'll be amazed at how God wants to talk to you about laundry. He wants to talk to you about groceries. He wants to talk to you about the clerk at the grocery store. Like He wants to talk to you about everything. Everything. And so just be sensitive, like create space. Like even before I go into the grocery store, I'm like, God, if there's somebody in here that you want me to talk to, somebody you, somebody you want me to pray for, um, I want to I wanna walk in with my head up and my heart open. I want to be ready to be used by you. So I'm going to be sensitive uh, to your leading and to your guiding. Uh, my mom even says that before she goes and shows property, uh, she always prays that, God, I thank you that this house, Lord, if it's for my clients, that God, you're going to move their hearts. Lord, that they're going to feel a tie, like a pull to this property. They're going to know that this is from you. And what is she doing? She's being sensitive, right, to the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit. And she's like, even as she's shown people property, God's given her ideas or things to to tell them or share with them um, that makes the deal the best possible for her clients. And what is that? It's just prophetic real estate agent, right? And so I would encourage you, just be sensitive. Live a life that's like sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And you'll be amazed at how God begins to speak. I remember Brian's dad, he was teaching years ago. I was probably, I don't even know how many years ago. It was decades. Y'all, I'm old. And uh, he was talking and he said, if you think that you can't hear God, this is going to sound wild. He goes, get in your car and go down to the, to the local like pornography store. And he said, pull up in the parking lot and go to walk in and see what happens in your spirit. He's like, do you hear God? Do you feel God? What is it? Because he said, on the inside of you, there's something that's going to say, you're not supposed to be here. And he said, and however that comes across in your spirit, that's the way you hear God. Like, it maybe for you, you get nauseated feeling of like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Maybe for some of you, it's like this no in your spirit, like you hear it, right? But every person's going to be a little bit different. But he's like, it's such a great way for you to learn uh, to do that. I don't encourage you to go do that for actually. But I remember, I remember when he said that. I was like, oh, I know exactly the way it comes across for me. And it helped me begin to realize, oh, like all these times that I've dismissed of feelings that I've had or things that I've seen in the spiritual, like I've dismissed it off. It was actually God trying to get my attention. And so then I started living a life being more sensitive uh, to His leading. Number five, number five is to have a routine. Have a routine. Uh, Revelation one ten again going back to John because I love him. Um, he says I was in the spirit of the of the Lord on the Lord's day, and I love that he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. He's on the island of Patmos. He's all by himself. Nobody would know if he skipped church. There's no online church. There's no live stream on the Lord's Day. Like he's literally on this island. Like, John, what are you doing? But what he was saying is, I have a habit of pursuing the presence of God. 
And it didn't change no matter my location, no matter my season, no matter my circumstance. So I would encourage you, like anything you want to become good at, you have to practice. Um, My son is learning how to practice the drums, and he's got a goal. He's learning this one song right now. It's called Again and Again. And I tease him because I'm like, oh, are you playing again and again, again and again? He's like, yes. And so he's practicing that song three times a day. And his goal was to do it three times a day, every day this week, and to not miss a day. Well, why is he doing it that way? Because he's trying to become good at it. And if you want to get good at hearing God's voice, it's like getting the routine, getting into the habit where you create space for Him. And all of a sudden, you'll begin to realize that if you mark out that time of every day, God, I'm going to get quiet before you. I'm going to journal with you. I'm going to begin to spend time in the Word with you. I'm going to be sensitive to what your voice is saying. Then all of a sudden, you're going to begin to realize that your ears are so tuned into what God's saying. Uh, Brian and I went to a steakhouse uh, this week and we were away. We were in out of state and uh, at a pastor's retreat, and uh, so we went to this restaurant to get away for dinner together. And while we were in there, I told him, I said, "Oh, like I'm feeling so much in the prophetic right now. Like I was feeling so many things in the room that I was like, I'm trying to turn it off so I can just have dinner with you. But I feel the spiritual climate of what we're in, and I feel like God wants to say this to this person, and this person needs encouragement, and all these different things." And what was it? It's because I had been in this place where I had created so much time to be quiet with the Lord while we were away that it made me hypersensitive when I went into other environments. And that's literally what's going to happen to you. You kind of think about the room that you're sitting in right now. There's tons of radio waves going through that room. Now, it depends on your radio what station it's tuned to on whether or not you're going to hear it. And right now, we're so tuned into culture. We're so tuned into what our situation says. We're so tuned into all those things that we're missing what God's saying. But it's through those simple things of getting quiet, right? Journaling, spending time in the Word, and being sensitive to Him that's going to tune you in to hearing, feeling, seeing, uh, knowing uh, God's voice. So I hope that spoke to you. I hope you got so much out of today's content. Can you do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on any new content here on my podcast? Also, one of the best ways for people to find my podcast is by you. If you will, share this podcast on your social media or maybe text it to a friend. Help me get the word out so we can help others. Also, everything you need to know about today's podcast will be available down in the show notes. I also have a link for you to stay subscribed to my emails so you never miss out on anything that I have going on. So, hey, thank you so much for being here and let's do something awesome for God this week.